Hi guys and welcome to the Gentleman Medium Paranormal Podcast. In today's podcast I'm going to give you a um, tarot masterclass um, in the basics of tarot and how to learn tarot. I started learning tarot when I was 16 years old. The very first tarot deck I ever bought was the Rider Weight deck which we have here. And these are the Rider Weight tarot cards. And this is the uh, the major arcana of 22 cards. Um, I bought this deck originally from a jumble sale. Um, I didn't tell my mum about it because she thought it was the work of the devil. And I used to hide it under my bed. And I used to learn to read it by night. And that's how I first started to learn. Um, over the years, I've, I've had many different decks of tarot cards. Um, that's a Barbara Walker deck. Uh, we've got here... A Tarot of Transition, which is a different deck completely. We've got a uh, Aquarian Tarot, which is this one. Um, and we've also got over here, um, probably one of the other most famous ones. And this is the um, Golden Dawn Tarot. Um, obviously named after the famous magical order of the Golden Dawn. And so in the um, Hermetic Cross on the back, a very nice design. There's lots of symbolism here um, with the elements um, of Earth, Air, Fire and Water and the Tree of Life in the middle um, and Spirit. Um, this is a deck I don't use that often, to be honest with you. Um, I bought this really because um, I collect tarot cards. Um, a current deck I use is a deck I actually had made for me. Um, is this deck here these are the backs which i think are really great they've got a great antique look about them as you can see and i'll just show you a few of them here um this is uh this is the full hope you can see that okay and then we've got death which frightens most people which just means new beginnings or change and we've got the magician um which is here and this is the deck i use when i give tarot readings and I tend to use the full deck with this. Um, but tarot cards. So basically we have 22 cards of what's called the Major Arcana. That's the that's these cards here. I'm just going to go through them quickly to see what they are. Um, I'll do it very quickly. We've got uh, the Emperor here. That's the Emperor. Judgment. The Hierophant. The Star. The Moon. The High Priestess, the Empress, the Lovers, Strength, Temperance, the Chariot, the Hermit, the Wheel of Fortune, the Fool, the Magician, the Hanged Man, the Devil, the Tower, the Sun, Justice, the World, and the Dreaded Death card. So that are 22 cards of the Major Arcana. Um, no one knows for sure where tarot cards originated. All we do know is that originally the tarot deck um, consisted of 22 cards, which are these, the Major Arcana. The Minor Arcana which was the um, Pentacle Swords, Wands and Cups, was added in later years. 
and it, it really sort of ties in very much with modern day playing cards um they're used for gambling purposes hearts diamonds spades and clubs um so that are, are the basic tarot cards you have i just want to show you these quickly um this is the um suit of pentacles um as you can see, um, this basically represents the earth element. You have the earth element represented here by pentacles, which is often used in um, witchcraft and paganism and um, other magical stuff. And then we have um, swords, and this, which represent air. Although I will say in some systems um, they swap the swords being air for being um, fire and wands for um, air, vice versa. I'll come back to that in a minute. So you've got swords there. And then we've got wands, which represent the fire element. And then we have, obviously, cups, which represent the water element. That's in the Rider Waite Tarot Pack, probably the most famous tarot pack in the world. I'll just show you a different one. This is called the Mythic Tarot, and you can see how they differ here. That's the um, the sword card here, Ace of Swords. And then we have the cups, representing water. And we have, again, we have the pentacles, representing earth. And we have, and this one actually shows the wands as being, um, representing the element of fire. So they're, they're basically the, the um, cards. And then we've got the major card here, which is slightly different to the Rider Waite one, as you can see. These ones I've actually written upon. Um, they've got Hebrew letters on, because I use some of these when I do a Kabbalah reading. I did in the past. So they're basically tarot cards. So basically you have um, 17 cards, 22 major arcana, and the rest made up of minor arcana, um, or four suits, pentacle swords, wands and cups. I started reading tarot cards originally, just using the major arcana cards. And the reason I did this was because I, they were easy to, easy to learn, um, if you go for the textbook learnings, and most tarot cards, most tarot decks come with a standard little pamphlet to give you standard meanings behind the cards. Um, I would say to you, um, when you start learning tarot cards, it's an ideal way to start just to get the basic meanings of the cards. With the major cards i found this gave more accurate readings for people because they could ask specific questions about their life and the actual major cards do represent archetypes in life birth marriage death and so forth um i said the minor cards were added later on um and in fact when i started learning tarot cards what i found the more i used them the more my intuitive ability kicked in and what I would advise anybody is to start learning tarot is start with a simple deck. And I would recommend the Rider Waite deck because it's the most well-known deck around and there's lots of books written about it. Start off just learning the meanings of the major arcana cards. Um, there's only 22 to learn and you'll learn those fairly easy. And start giving yourself or friends basic readings. You can use a Celtic cross spread, which is one of the most well-known ones, uh, which is past, present, future and stuff like this and previous influences it's the most well-known spread there are many spreads um, you can use um, there are no right or wrong spreads i don't think there are don't think you're doing it wrong you should you, you should do the spread that you feel comfortable with over the years i've used many spreads on my own design um, when i've asked um, specific questions by clients to get very accurate answers when i started doing tarot professionally um, which is probably about oh blimey 30 years ago 
Um, I was doing readings, funnily enough, mostly for um, businessmen that wanted to make business decisions about um, investment or hiring staff and stuff like this. That then progressed on. Um, and it was during one of these readings that I, I started getting a lot clearer mental impressions as to the true meaning of the cards. I basically dispensed with the textbook's meaning. Um, obviously a four here means you're going on a journey. This is the this is one of the first cards of the tarot deck. It's got far deeper meaning than that, but this, this basic video lesson, I'm going to go into the basic meanings of it, okay? So that's the basic meaning here, a journey. And where we've got someone like um, the hermit here, um, obviously a hermit is solitude. But like I say, these are very basic meanings here. Um, the chariot um, can be can be um, being torn in two directions at once or again the chariot goes on the journey or again there are deeper meanings to this but I'll go into that at a later time um, so yeah I started doing tarot cards originally by learning these and then I started learning them intuitively and you find if you if you sort of dispense with the traditional interpretations you will get more accurate readings for your clients um, if you're doing tarot readings for clients and again once I started learning the major arcana I progressed on to the minor arcana um, after many years um, I actually went back just to using the major arcana because again I found they they provided more accurate information Carl Jung the great psychoanalyst was a great believer in a great believer in tarot cards and I think he even read a book about tarot I can't remember what it's called off my head but he believed they were architect archetypes of existence and we tuned into these archetypal images um, the much same as we tune into a mandala it affects us on a conscious level um, the design of the cards doesn't really matter which card you go for. I've got quite a few sets here. I've got many more sets tucked around in my house. Um, what I would say to you is, if you're going to buy a set of tarot cards, go, go for a set that you feel attracted to. Uh, not because someone recommends it, just a just design you like and you feel comfortable with. And I say, the ones I've used over the years are the Mythic Tarot, the Rider Waite Tarot, and my current deck, um, which is called the, uh, believe it or not, the Deck of the Bastard. <laughs> it's actually made in America by somebody. It makes handmade cards. It's a beautiful deck. And I absolutely love it. Um, I use it all the time. So, 22 cards. Major Arcana. Um, tarot um, also means rotor or wheel, as in wheel of life. And this, this dates back to the Egyptian mysteries and the Egyptian mystery schools um, from the Sphinx. It's believed, but no one knows for certain, that the tarot cards originated in ancient Egypt. But nobody really knows. This is all just hearsay and supposition. Um, the 22 cards um, also correspond to the 22 letters of the Hebrew alphabet. The Aleph Beth, basically. And you can do readings based upon the Tree of Life. Starting from the Godhead down to Earth and various states in between. So we've got the 22 cards of the Major Arcana. Um, associated with the tree of life rota means will uh, the rosicrucians famously, famously referred to um, their rota um, when they did their initiations again the rota means will or tarot as an abbreviation tarot and they use this because it basically predicted um, what was happening to them they tended to use mostly the major arcana cards um, as you use the cards you get more and more adept at learning what the interpretations mean um, this, for example, here, I've got the Magician card here. Um, the Magician card basically means skill. Um, it means manipulation. It can mean skills learnt. Um, it's got many, many meanings. Um, a lot of the a lot of the meanings depend upon where it lies in the spread and the question asked. 
So, for example, this could be let's, let's take another card here. Uh, what we've got here, um, we got the full We got the full tarot card here. That's the full. The full can mean new beginnings. Um, it can also mean folly. Um, you've done something wrong. Something, something silly. You made a stupid decision. Um, the death tarot card means obviously endings um, or resistance to change. Um, it can literally mean death in very, very rare circumstances. In all the years I've been doing tarot cards, I, I think I've only had one client that this card basically gave me feelings of dread uh, that someone was about to die or had recently died, and they had, and I was almost reluctant to say it. One of the things I would say to you as well, if you start doing tarot readings, again, learn the major arcana first of all, um, to really understand how it all works and what the meanings are and go for the textbook meanings but the whole purpose of tarot cards are it's purely a tool it's an intuitive tool to develop your intuition your sixth sense um from this sixth sense we then get clairvoyance and that's how i originally started i started doing tarot readings and um i was doing a reading one day to somebody these two ladies and i started getting mental impressions in my head um after looking at the tarot cards and she asked a question and what I found was the the, the the images that were being shown to me were slightly embarrassing. And I was almost embarrassed to say what they were. And I suddenly said to this woman, well, I'm getting this image of blah, blah, blah. And she said, absolutely correct. Yes, that's blah, blah, blah. So what I learned was when you start getting intuitive impressions, don't hold back. Um, because although it might mean nothing to you, it might mean everything to your client. Um, and as I found over the years, the intuitive impressions um, are, often, are often symbolic. Sometimes it can be slightly embarrassing. Sometimes you can think, what the hell is this all about? But the trouble is then what happens is your rational brain starts to try to analyse the tarot card and what the meaning is and tie it in with a book meaning. And that's where, it, that's where it gets confusing. You should really go with your gut impression. Um, so... When someone comes to a tarot reading, you know, I, I usually say to them, um, I'll ask them if they've had a reading before, because a lot of people haven't had a reading before and have no idea what happens. So they really want to know what's involved. Uh, and I'll just give a brief outline what tarot cards are and how they work. And, you know, they're not magic as such. They're not mystical as such. They are purely tools. The same as a craftsman use tools. Um, you know, you can use tarot cards to do readings. You can use crystals to do readings. You can do scrying. You can do palm reading. They're purely a tool. The cards themselves have no inherent power. That's very important to understand. But, <laughs> this is going to become contradictory. They do have a power in the subconscious because they affect the subconscious and how you think. A very good exercise is to just get a, a deck of tarot cards Um Again, I'll say stick to the Major Arcana for now. Just, just give them a shuffle before you go to bed at night. Literally like this. I'm just going to shuffle them and drop one. Now, I've dropped one. Because I've dropped that card, I would take that as being quite significant. Because I believe everything happens for a reason. And that card there actually is the Lovers. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what relevance that is to me at the moment, but it's the Lovers card anyway. Um, it means polarities, negative and positive. What you would do, you will take your tarot card before you go to bed at night, and you'll just focus on it. Just gaze upon it, scan it across. Look at the imagery, what's in it? There's a man and a female, they're naked. They're standing by a mountain. They're obviously lovers. What does it mean? Just look at the image. Don't try to make preconceived, preconceived ideas of what the card actually means. Just focus on the image itself. This is very much like looking at an alchemical drawing the alchemists used to use. 
And what you will find when you go to bed at night, you'll start dreaming. And you'll often have dreams that are triggered by the card. And it's a very good way of opening up the psyche. And Carl Jung actually talks a lot about this in one of his books, because um, they are archetypal images. And I, use, I say I use these sometimes just to focus on it. Or if you've got a clearly defined answer. And sometimes what you can do, you can just pick a card. So you, to get a single reading, um, there, are, there are hundreds of spreads you can do. You know, um, you can do a free card spread, past, present and future. You can do a one card spread to answer a simple question. You can do the whole deck out. You can do it in a circle. You can do it in a hermetic cross. You can do it in a tree of life. It, it doesn't really matter. There's no right or wrong way. You do what's right for you and what you feel is right for you with clients. I tend to use the Celtic cross method. Basically because most clients that come to me for tarot readings know a little bit about tarot cards and they're familiar with the actual spread and it makes it easier to actually explain to them what the various cards mean. Um, I also use different spreads as well. I often go from the Tree of Life spread and I'll go on to a different spread or um, a Kabbalistic spread um, based upon the date of birth and stuff like this. So basically what I'm saying today is tarot cards um, don't go too much upon the actual book meanings because they're only guides that have been written over the years what's important is what comes from in here or in here it's your intu it's your intuition your intuitive ability to interpret the cards meanings when you start using book interpretations your interpretations come become colored by the interpretation in the book and you'll make pieces fit when you start using your own intuition your own intuitive ability you'll find you get far more accurate readings with your clients um so again learn the major arcana first of all focus on that once you're comfortable with that practice with it give a few friends a reading just do a simple free card reading past present and future or what's going to happen in the next four weeks you know should i change my job should i should i take a bank loan out should i buy a new car just see how you get on it's important you get feedback from clients because without you without getting feedback from clients you don't know whether or not the originals you're giving are complete rubbish or they're accurate over the years i've been very fortunate because most of the clients i've had have been repeat clients come back to me i have clients now all around the world i mean literally you name a country and i've, I've had a client there i've even had clients fly over to see me for a reading um when you're doing a tarot reading, uh, one thing I will say is you're not communicating with spirit guides. You're not communicating with the dead. You know, it, it's purely an intuitive reading. It, it's your clairvoyant ability to pick stuff up from the cards, using the cards as a trigger. What you might find in time, as you begin opening up, your psyche begins opening up. Your intuitive psychic abilities will develop more and more. But what you have to remember is you're not given a mediumship reading. This is a psychic reading on a, on a psychic level. A lot of people make the mistake that they think a spirit guide's guiding them. They're not. It's your intuition, your higher self. It's the same when you do pendulum dousing. I've got, a, I've got a, 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 just a pendulum here to show it to you quickly. This is a synamethyst pendulum um, that you can use for dousing. Again, you can, you can combine this with a tarot reading by holding over certain cards. I've got four cards laid down here. You can't really see it, but it started spinning round, and I, want, I might say to it, point to the pack I should use today, and it starts swinging in a different, yeah, it's now swinging in a different direction. You can't really see this. So, again, it's just an intuitive ability. There's no magic in the pendulum itself. There's no spirit guide controlling this. There's no ghost standing beside me. This is my own intuitive ability making this work. And the more you use these tools, the greater your intuitive ability will be. 
um, so that's it for today. Um, I hope you've enjoyed this very brief explanation of the tarot, and I will come back um, with more podcasts on the tarot at a later date. So thanks for listening. Thanks very much. Bye-bye for now.